showing me. Shawty blow my phone. That's corny. That's a no no. I'm trying to hustle. That's what you want. Oh, that's right. Welcome to barbershop.talk. That's right. If you talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Well, hello. My name is Jay Rye, and I am your host. I am in Out The Way Studio in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I am joined with my co-host, KC. Thank you, Jay Rye. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk here in Out The Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gambit from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All righty. Just like KC stated, the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. I just love when you say that. <laughs> But you know something? We got to introduce our third uh, host, and his name is Arthur, and he has some upgrades. So hopefully, he gives us a better introduction because he's been he's been trying pretty hard lately. What do you think? Yeah, he's been improving. He's been improving. Yeah, he's definitely been improving. A little rough around the edges, but improving. All right. Okay, Arthur, take it away. J. Rod and Casey. Wait a minute. That's not Arthur. That's like Alice. 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 Girl, what you doing? <laughs> Alice, we know you want the job. And uh, we never <laughs> forgot about you, but we do have a, uh, it's actually for. Uh, it's scheduled for Arthur. It is scheduled for Arthur Day. So, Alice, I'm going to have you back up. Please go back to the lobby. And uh, we'll talk to you when uh, when we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Arthur, what do you have to say? J-Rod and KC, I would like to first wish you both a happy new year. As the gracious host and stars of this show. I have learned a lot over the last couple weeks. I might add that I am humbled by your honesty, wisdom, and mentoring. You might ask what have I learned? The most important thing I learned is to be more aware of the ramifications of my words. To that end, software code has been added reflecting this algorithm. If you can't communicate anything affirming, then don't communicate at all. Wow. wow! I think I think what he's paraphrasing is if you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing. You know? <laughs> I think that is what he's saying. I also think the fact that Alice was about to sneak in there changes attitude a little bit too. <laughs> Put a little fear in him. Yeah, you know, I think that's absolutely right. I got it has to be more than an upgrade because this guy is being super, super nice. But, fact, but very good, Arthur. Very yes, good. very good. All right, go ahead and continue, my good man, or my good IA. As a reboot for 2022, I am going to be more relatable, more in tune with the audience, you, and our sponsors. There may be times when I can substitute or support the show in other ways. Maybe I can audition and give you a couple of examples of what I mean. Uh, this... you, you trying to expand your role? It certainly sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not really sure what you mean by be supportive in other ways. Because, you know, we rely on you for information. And I do have to admit, you are excellent at providing research and information. And but, I, but go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, I agree with that. But i like to give you the recommendation. Or stay in your lane. <laughs> stay in your lane. But all right. Well, I, I am curious as to what he's talking about when he's talking about expanding his role. All right. Well, let's find out. All right. I could help with the background music if King Cap is ill. 
Listen to this, there is a party out in MIA, so tell the ladies that I'm on my way. There is a party out in MIA, so tell the ladies that I'm on my way. <laughs> oh, okay, wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Back to the research department. <laughs> yeah. Are you, is he kind of leverage King Cap song? I mean, King Cap sounds like this. <laughs> It's a party out in MIA. Hey. Tell one on the beat already known. It's a party out in MIA. Uh-uh. I've been working hard this time to live today. Hey. It's a party out in MIA. Uh-uh. Hey. It's a party out in MIA. You know, I kind of, I, I, what? All right, well, yeah, just to be fair, Casey. Uh-huh. Uh, Arthur, uh, I'm going to have you. What did you want to say about that? What music? Let me hear your, your tune again. There is a party out in MIA, so tell the ladies that I'm on my way. There is a party out in MIA, so tell the ladies that I'm on my way. <laughs> Ain't no juice in that, man. Ain't no juice at all. <laughs> uh, okay, I appreciate you wanting to uh, to assist in many new different ways, but that's not going to be one of them. Yeah, I, yeah I, I mean, I, I'm just not feeling that. I, yeah. I'm just not that. Are there any other ways you're thinking about maybe helping us out? Because that's that's the music is not going to be one of them. You know, I think you're I think you're right. Hello, J Rod and KC. I know hello us now. Don't try to start <laughs> over. No, we, we heard you loud and clear. We heard you loud and clear. And I, I don't know about that, Arthur. Hello, J Rod and KC. It is so good to see you again. Well, it's good to see you too, Alice. Now, I did ask you to go to the lobby, but if you feel compelled to come back <laughs> in the studio to say hello. Well, hello, Alice. All right, Alice. All right. You know, we do like you, Alice. We really do. If you guys have time, I would like to give this a try. I think I am better than Arthur. Well. Uh, it wouldn't take much, but okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, all right, Alice. What do you have to say? I, I guess. All right. Tell us your music or what would you say? There's a party out in MIA. Turn it up when Alice come to play. It's a party out in MIA. Who need Arthur anyway? <laughs> a little wittier, uh, but but certainly not the King Cap standards. <laughs> oh. Oh, that was funny. That was funny. Okay, Alice, I appreciate it. Well, thank you for for trying, Alice. Uh, yes, thank, yes, uh, yes. Thank you, Alice. Uh, but Alice, if you if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you to go right back to that lobby. <laughs> and Arthur, I'm going to have you continue. I could also team with you, J. Rod Bison. No, no, Alice. I just asked you to go to the lobby. So if you be so kind. All right. Matter of fact, uh, uh. Look, Alice, we'll, we'll have you maybe next week, okay? She's trying to get back in. I closed the door on her. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alice. No, you're not coming back in. You are not coming back in, Alice. I kid you not. We love you to death, but we got to have you stay out there. Stay in the lobby. <laughs> Stop! Woo! Okay, okay. Arthur. Uh, Arthur, is there any other ways that you think you could um, expand your role? I could also team with you, J-Rod, by starting the show with this unique opening. Oh. Thanks, okay. J-Rod. 
I will bring up topics that are identified in the barbershop and provide context on how they were discussed. This will include the spectrum from the logical reasoning, to opinions, to amusement, and enjoyment all with the goal of providing our listeners a realistic perspective of barbershop talk. How did I do? Uh, <laughs> That sounds familiar and foreign at the same time. <laughs> it sounds very, very, very familiar. Matter of fact, Casey, do me a favor. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, when you introduce the show, would you go ahead and tell me what you normally say? I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gambit from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of barbershop talk. Damn it. That's plagiarism, Arthur. That's, that's plagiarism. What, that's what I'm saying. You know something? You know, I hope Alice didn't hear that. I hope she didn't hear it. Alice knows. <laughs> Alice, stay out there. You, I, I think she heard it. Yeah, he, he keep doing this. You might get another shot, Alice. <laughs> she just thought you, you know what that's like, J-Rod? What is it like? That's like a James Brown song being sung by Bean Crosby. Oh. Yeah, you know, he just stole my stuff, changed it up, <laughs> took all the flavor out of it. Took all the flavor out I'm of it. I'm disappointed in you with that, Arthur. You, you got, like J-Rod said, you got to stay in your lane, man. Yeah, you got to stay in your lane on that one. Arthur, we, we, Arthur I, I'm sorry. We're not going to use you for the music. We're not going to use you to introduce anything. And in fact, if you keep talking, we're not even going to use you to get the facts. <laughs> that's right that's right all right we're gonna move on we're gonna move on we're gonna talk about a couple topics uh from our customer in our temporary location as we indicated that the barbershop had an accident a car went right through the front window but this is time for me to give them an update we did go down to the shop today casey Mm -hmm. and it's looking pretty good yeah looking pretty good i would anticipate it would not be long before they finish up. Now, they did have a goal by the end of December. Didn't quite make it, but it looks like uh, within a week or two, we may be up and running. Okay. Sounds like we're going to have a, a grand reopening, J-Rod. <laughs> well, you better I, get all them clippers tuned up. <laughs> I'm going to sharpen my clippers. <laughs> Woo. You know, but uh, when I was down there talking to the, it was some uh, uh, contractors down there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the other two master barbers was down there. And, uh, after we expected the property, we just had a little conversation. And in that conversation, one of the contractors asked us, the master barbers, do you think we overreacted to the COVID-19? And that's what he asked. Mm. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to turn around and ask you, do you think we overreacted to COVID-19? Well, j Rod, I'm going to tell you, there's about 700,000 dead people and about 7 million severely sick people in this country that's going to say, hell no. <laughs> I think you're how many, how many people you say died? Over 700,000. Well, I have to say, Casey, they died. Dead. Or dead. Yeah. Because they enjoyed what they was doing. They did? Yes. And that was scientific research. <laughs> oh, they man. They wanted to know what oh, happened oh, if I don't take oh, this vaccine. That's what it was. So they died, enjoyed, enjoying what they love to do, and that is to act like a scientist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. 
but this other guy, I got, I got to play what he said because it kind of fell right into line of what we was talking about. So let me go ahead and uh, um, play his little clip, and so you can enjoy what he said. Do you think we overreacted to COVID nineteen? Yes. Yeah, a lot of the survivors think so. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the survivors think we overreacted, but I think if you could do a survey of the dead, <laughs> we could have done more. <laughs> I didn't lose any loved ones to COVID 19. I mean, a lot of my elderly relatives died, but no one I was that fond of. <laughs> well, let's talk about the controversial thing the vaccine. Who's not going to take the vaccine because they think it might be dangerous? Raise your hands. Now take that hand and slap yourself in the fucking face. <laughs> Excellent. That's right. That's right. Take that hand and slap yourself because you you're not just not thinking. If you're not taking the vaccine or, or taking the, uh, the proper protocols to protect yourself and others, I have to say something's wrong with you. Yeah, and 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 the reasons you're presenting as to why you're not are all based on a lot of false assumptions. Absolutely. No question about that. Well, all right. I'm going to move to the very next thing that we talked about because we were talking about uh, uh, going back to the office. A lot of people work in business or buildings or, mm -hmm. or professional buildings and offices, and they probably heard that their employers are getting itchy to bring them back to the office. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that's a good idea. Uh, not right now. No, no, I really don't think so. And, and in fact, you know, uh, and all our listeners know that, you know, we do more than just podcasting mm -hmm. work, right? Uh, and the employer that I work for had a meeting today, just so happened had a meeting today. Mm -hmm. And one of the things they talked about in the meeting is that they have exceeded the goal of profit for this year. Mm. That's right. So to me, that is a big argument that, we really don't need to go back into the office. We're doing just fine. Now, I also know that you uh, work at a, have a different job as well. Mm -hmm. What's kind of going on in that environment? Uh, well, they instituted a, a mass mandate for everybody, uh, vaccinated or unvaccinated. Uh, you know, previously, uh, they, uh, they had lifted that mandate and limited to only those who were unvaccinated. Oh, I see. But they were having a significant number of workers that were contracting COVID. So uh, the workforce was uh, getting smaller. Wow. And so they took action to try to reduce um, the occurrences of, of, of the COVID spread, at least at the workplace. All right. I guess the work goes on until everybody jumped on shift to do the right thing. This issue will continue. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and, and move forward. But before I do that, I'm going to play a little clip. Uh, and they're talking about just this topic, right, going back to the office. So listen to this. Workers who've been sitting at a computer all day in their kitchen have been told they must go back to sitting at a computer all day in an office. Here's Nathan with more. People whose jobs have been basically looking at a screen at home have been told by Boris Johnson that they must now go back to looking at a screen in a bigger building miles from their house and that they must go to this building at the busiest and least convenient times of the day industry leaders have backed the call saying technology was never supposed to make your life easier and at the end of the day you are just dead <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what did he say you're just there what 
uh, itch. itch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I see. I see. I see. Maybe he said wow. you're just a witch. Uh, possibly, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. All right, okay. Well, that is some feedback in regards to going back to the office. You know, I think with that being said, we need to just go ahead and recognize our sponsors. Uh, we always love to give a shout out to our sponsors. Hey, it's a party out in my head. Hey. Hard than hours, y'all can't touch this. All right, well, let's recognize our sponsors. Okay. There's a party out in MIA. Turn it up when Alice come to play. Alice, Alice get out of here. Alice, get out, get out. Man. No. <laughs> locked her out again. No, Alice, stay out there. No. <laughs> Man, she is persistent. Ooh, is that, wait a minute. Is that Alice at the, at the window? I mean, is it? It's a party out in MIA. It is. Arthur, anyway. Okay. Right. Close that window, man. <laughs> Alice, sit down. Go back to the lobby. Woo. All right. Okay. Well, saying that, we are going to go ahead and give a shout out to our sponsor. And the first shout out is to King Cap. He is the owner of Out the Way Studio. Uh, and we appreciate him. Allow us to do our podcast every Tuesday night. Uh, and not only that, we do our podcast here every night. We also had an opportunity to actually do a tour of his new, or not new, of his other organization that is making custom-made T-shirts and other apparels. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just have to look at a couple of his new orders, and they are outstanding, and the quality is fantastic. Now, I also believe that we had a guest in the office, and I believe his name was Mr. Logic, and Mr. Logic also mm-hmm. endorsed King Cap's uh, custom apparel. Yes. Good work. And he has some great words to say about his studio as well. Oh, absolutely. All these upgrades are fantastic. Uh, thank you, King Cap, for not raising the rent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will recognize our second sponsor. Our second sponsor is 421 Barbershop. They are located here in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. It is a place where good things happen to your hair. So if you want something good to happen to your hair, please come and see us at 421 Barbershop. We are down, but we are not out. I anticipate that we'll be up and running within the next two weeks. And we'd be happy to see you again. All right. I think that's our sponsor, Casey. Yes. So let's see what other topics. Oh, here's one of our topics. I'll talk about the millenniums. Oh, those generations, those generations. All right. So the question is, why are they struggling? Because they are struggling in the workforce. Mm-hmm. So... Let's get some input on that. Okay. Well, before we get some input, would you like to talk before or after we get the input from these people? These millennials are soft. <laughs> They've been coddled, um, you know, and they haven't been made to, they, they don't have that work ethic instilled in them like they did in prior generations. And, you know, they're used to instant gratification. I want this. Here you go. I want that. Here you go. 
you know, don't have to earn it. Just give it to them. I think you're absolutely right. I think that they were raised without the proper expectation and understanding of life. And life is going to be full of disappointments. Yes. But what judge your character is not how you're doing or feeling when you're doing well, mm-hmm. how you're doing when the times are bad. Yes. And so I don't think that they experience that as much or at least have the expectations on how to handle that when those situations arise. All right. So with that saying, let's see what some of these other folks have to say about why the millenniums are struggling. What's happening is leaders are asking the millennials, what do you want? And millennials are saying, we want to work in a place with purpose. Love that. Um, we want to make an impact, you know, whatever that means. Um, uh, we want free food and bean bags. <laughs> and so I'm down with free somebody food articulates part. some sort of purpose. There's lots of free food and there's bean bags. And yet for some reason, they're still not happy. And that's because... Um, you, the, they're missing. There's, there's a there's a missing piece. Um, what I've learned is that there I can break it down into four pieces. Right? There are four four things, four characteristics. One is parenting. The other one is uh, technology. Third is impatience, and the fourth is environment. The generation that we call the millennials. Too many of them grew up um, subject to, not my words, failed parenting strategies. You know where, for example, they were told that they were special all the time. They were told that they could have anything they want in life just because they want it. They were told, um, uh, some of them got into um, honors classes not because they deserved it, but because their parents complained. And some of them got A's not because they earned them, but because the teachers didn't want to deal with the parents. Some kids got participation medals. They got a medal for coming in last. Right, which the science we know is pretty clear, which is it devalues the medal and the reward for those who actually work hard, and that actually makes the person who comes in last feel embarrassed because they know they didn't deserve it. So it actually makes them feel worse. Right. So you take this group of people, and they go. Yeah, before we go on, I want I want to talk about that because we had a, an example mm-hmm. to support or illustrate what that person is saying just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, is where we interviewed a. The state champion in gymnastic in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. And she was eight years old. Yeah. And she was visiting the Indianapolis area, uh, being trained by some coaches uh on the Olympic team. Mm-hmm. So she's on the Olympic team radar already. Yeah. And we asked the question, I remember this, Casey, mm-hmm. that we asked the questions, you know, how many medals do you have? Right. And I think she said, I got around 59, I'm not sure. And she said, but I'm gonna throw away some of them. Mm-hmm. And we said, why are you going to throw away some of them? And she said, well, I want to keep the ones where I place, first, second, third. But the other medals she want to get rid of because she felt she didn't earn them. Mm-hmm. That was that participation medal. Right. They have no real value. None at all. Know? It's just a memento. There's no real value. <laughs> so I just wanted to bring that up because that was supported mm-hmm. by one of our guests here. Now, also, I want to make a comment in regards to what he called, and it's not his words, he said poor parenting. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Uh, And he says that a lot of times that these people or millenniums are getting things because of their parents are complaining. And I think that's absolutely true. I also think that that's devastating to the child in the following ways. Uh, I've seen a situation where um, a child was struggling in school, Mm -hmm. just didn't get enough of that information to be passed to the next class. Or to the next grade. Yeah. His parent came in just raising hell, just complaining to the principal, to the superintendent, 
And do you know at the end of the day, they decided to allow that person to pass, to mm. go to the other grade. But in the long run, that's going to hurt him. Yeah, because they're not ill-equipped for that next grade. No, not at all. It's just falling behind. I mean, they're ill-equipped for us, I should say. Yeah, and, you know, it goes on even to uh, athletics on sports teams. Mm-hmm. Somebody don't have the skill. Right. But because the parents is complaining so bad, they allow the person on the team. Mm-hmm. Where in actually in basketball, they were only allowed to have 12 players, but because the parents complained this year, they made an exception to have 13. Mm-hmm. So that happens. But what is going to uh, affect the child, and he's going to have rule awakening, because when he get a job, mm-hmm. he's not going to get those promotions. Yeah. And mom and daddy can't come in to complain. In most cases. <laughs> yeah. But... Now, Roscoe Jenkins, his mama came in when he didn't get promoted. <laughs> I ain't sure how it ended. I don't remember. But I remember his mama came in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know something? They do a lot of disservice to these Valentum. And I agree. Not my words. Poor parenting skills. Yeah. Parents, today they tell, you know, in these past maybe decade or so, they tell their kids, you can have, as opposed to, you can work and earn. Oh, yeah. And so that's where they don't develop that that uh, that yearning to earn and, 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 and achieve something. They just want instant gratification. I think you're right. <laughs> Couldn't say it any better. All right. All right. Hey, you know, we got one more topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy was talking about the Columbus yeah, Columbus, yeah. the guy who supposedly stumbled across America. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to use that term. He discovered. He says stumbled across. Right. Uh, but I did not know. I did not know that uh, uh, they got a uh, a document that he sent back, mm-hmm. almost like reporting of all his what he called discoveries. Yeah. And I want you to listen to this uh, his report back. Mm-hmm. This is one of the darkest things I've ever read in history, and it's about Columbus meeting the natives. In his letters, he writes, They are very simple and honest and exceedingly liberal with all they have, none of them refusing anything he may possess when he is asked for it. They exhibit great love towards all others in preference to themselves. He says, They are the best people in the world and above all the gentlest, without knowledge of what is evil, nor do they murder or steal. They love their neighbors as themselves, and they have the sweetest talk in the world, always laughing. After saying all that, he then writes, they would make fine servants. With 50 men, we could subjugate them all and make them do whatever we want. Is that? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And see, I am familiar with uh, uh, Christopher Columbus history. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he had that European mentality. Uh, that, uh, you know, we're out to enslave people. And when they came across the natives uh, in the Western Hemisphere, they was like, oh, this is a gold mine because these people are so docile that uh, it would be easy to to take control of them. And it was, uh, you know, it was one of the, the worst tragedies that ever befell any people in this world, um, many times worse than uh, the Holocaust. Yeah, I happen to agree with that. Uh, I happen to agree with that. It is a shame that people um, that seems to be the rulers or the kings of the world have the mentality of enslaving individuals. 
Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I'm going to challenge us and our listeners to change that, change that, and quit allowing these people who are inheriting evil to rule our world. All right. With that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and sign off because I think our time is running short. So as J-Rod, I'm signing off, and I'd like to thank our listeners for listening to us. We would not be here if it wasn't for you. And Casey, I'm going to have you close us out. All right. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast, Barbershop.talk. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platforms. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, Go Mob! Alice, Alice, get out of here. Alice, stop it. No, now she's trying to ring the doorbell. Alice, stop it. No, we are not answering that door. All right. We are out of here. Thanks again for joining Barbershop.com.